Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Välkomna till Teach Me Sweden, en humorpodd där vi lär varandra svensk historia. Jag heter Erik Broström. And I'm Jonathan Rollins, and in this episode, I will be reading to Erik about... Ladies of the night. Inte vampyrer. No, no, but they will suck something. They, okay, sure, sure. Yes, join us for this wonderful episode of Teach Me Sweden. Jag eh, fick en rivstart här. Jag har, eh, nu när det här släppt så är det nog eh, official. Men vi eh, har ju en teater i midsommarkransen. Och eh, vi kommer nu öppna upp en till scen. En eh, humorscen inne i Vasastan på Hagagatan. Oh, nice. Crazy. Och sen håller jag mig på filmar för eh, SVT-serie också. Damn, you're a busy man. I'm glad, so you're... Busy. I'm glad you're making time to learn something. För det, är det, här, det här är det enda jag saknar. Yeah. För det andra är bara så här, det är bara fläd och champagne och du vet, brudar. Yeah. Educate yourself. <laughs> det är det här, man måste landa. Educate yourself. Exakt, exakt. <laughs> It's time so. to learn something. Eller and, hur? Uh, and I got something good. Um, I also want to say, it's been fun doing this, man. Otroligt kul. I, it's more, I mean, I, I thought it was going to be fun, just uh. knowing you uh. and knowing what we're, I was gonna, what we're going to jump into. Uh. But it's been more fun than I even expected. Jag gick in med öppna armar, men nu yeah. går jag in med ett öppet hjärta för framtiden. Oh, wow, that was poetic. <laughs> wow. Nej, men det jag håller bara med. Det här är bara, det här är, uh, bara en fröjd. Och att jag får lära mig om svenskar som vill låtsas vara kineser i <laughs> USA. Man kan ju inte ha det bättre. Det går <laughs> exactly. inte att få det bättre. Oh man, that was, that was so fun. It's been fun. If anybody has uh, suggestions for us, make sure... Send them to teachmesweden at gmail.com. I don't want to run out of stories. Nej, och grejen är att jag är så busy. Yeah, så yeah. ni måste skicka in stories, <laughs> annars kommer vi aldrig, det kommer aldrig bli av annars. Yeah, man. We could do, we'll do the stories of ourselves every week. <laughs> Exakt. <laughs> we'll teach you about us. Yeah. <laughs> teach, me. teach me, Eric. <laughs> I'll teach you about me and you teach me about you. Well, in this episode, I'm going to be uh, teaching you. Oh. It's your turn to listen in Underbart. to a beautiful... Uh, story. Um, I hope you're ready, man. Yeah, he's so ready. All right. I hope you're ready because today we're going to learn about Swedish madams throughout the times. Swedish madams? Swedish madams. Women who run brothels. Ooh. <laughs> Svenska bordellmammor. Yeah, man. Det, var, det, hade jag inte te- det hade jag inte väntat mig. Spännande. We, uh, we always hear the phrase world's oldest profession when it comes to, uh, to prostitution. Uh, um, vilket är konstigt för att om det var första yrket, vad betalade de andra med? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Well, I have this rock. Då antar jag att jag är en hora. We can turn this, turn this rock into a wheel. You get a lot of pussy. <laughs> imagine how much, <laughs> imagine how much pussy fire gets you. <laughs> you, sir, get a threesome. Jag vet inte om jag vill ligga med dig. What about this flame? <laughs> oh wow! Bring them both in. Uh, but as you may know, prostitution is frowned upon here. I'd say, and I'm American, and uh, you know. I feel like it's a little, it's more accepted. Uh, sex work is more uh, frowned upon here than it is in the U.S. And I have my theories on that that I won't get into. But oh yeah, yeah, not. But uh, frowned upon looks so trevligt. They're you hyxt olagligt. Also, inte att sälja men att köpa. Right. Ja. See, but the but, but I mean the 
selling yourself is kind of frowned upon. Like people, people are like what? What? School, uh, school is free. Ah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But inte av dem som you of them some shopper också förmodligen. They're the ones who go to jail or uh, whatever, yeah, yeah. And, you know, or pay a fine, whatever it is. Yeah, I can take him out. Them some shopper också är typ så här, here. You bitch. Alltså, de oh, är också, it's frowned upon yeah. them också. Yeah, ja, just det. Men du menar, i USA så är det mer typ så här, good for you, making a living. Uh, not even that, but, or, or taking a, you know, it's a feminist stance. You know, so, some people frame it in that way. It's a whole different, it's a whole different thing. Take a and I did for your future. <laughs> She's just trying to get through college. Men det har man hört mycket med strippegrejer till stående skämt, liksom. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, she's, gonna, she's getting through college. Ja, uh, här har vi knappt strippor, så att det finns knappt. Yeah. Vi har ju typ ingen strippklubbar. Exactly, and, and, and from what I heard, it's, it's, it's really seedy. The ones that do exist. Yeah, they are the catting camera. Like a, that, it's very seedy and very expensive, and yeah, it's probably attached to even grosser things. They don't let them go hand. It's seedy and it's really expensive. There is like some inget annat ställe. Det är inte så att NK är seedy and expensive, utan det. But um, it is illegal to buy sex now in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, 2022, before, even. Um, oh yeah. yeah, damn! I wrote 2021. Look at that, man. Yeah. Damn, in 2022, it's still illegal. <laughs> Some photo of it. Even new. This is uh. a complaint, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into madams, though, I want to go through a brief history of prostitution in Sweden. Okay. All right. Uh. In the Middle Ages, prostitution is not mentioned in any law text in Sweden in the Middle Ages and was thus not formally a crime. Okay. However, under the influence of the church, sexual acts outside of marriage were criminalized for both sexes, uh, regardless of circumstances, which also affected prostitutes, of course. Ah, just det. Så det var inte bara salt sex, utan även ömsesidigt consented sex. Right. But also, you're not married. No, it's You're not married. The normal punishment for extramarital sexual relations was fines. Mm-hmm. Or if the accused was unable to pay them, pillorying, whipping, or other disciplinary physical punishments within the shirkoplikt. Ugh. That little thing you brought. What was the first uh, pillorying? Yeah. It's Wait. like, uh, you ever seen those wooden things that put your head and your arms ah, in? Ah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. a scum stock, like, that they throw tomatoes on. Yeah, exactly. They do what And people are like, ah! Uh. Shame, Shame. <laughs> <laughs> and you just—you can't even shrug. <laughs> you're like you're automatically shrugging. You're just like, well, <laughs> well, I guess I'm here. So underbart system, som är så hyckleri att folk är typ så ush, och sen nästa dag kan de själva ligga där och bara. It's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you look over like, yeah, yeah, now what, motherfucker? It's you, bitch. The ban on extramarital sex was. Um, The same in cases of actual prostitution, when act, when the activity of the madam uh, Sara Simon's daughter was exposed in the capital in 1618, she, her staff, and clients were all sentenced to various punishments for fornication in accordance with the ban of extramarital sex. Mm-hmm. So that's the Middle Ages. Okay. 18th century, uh-huh. the earliest law to explicitly ban prostitution was in the Civil Code of 1734 where procuring and brothel keeping were punished with whipping. Ooh. Yeah. Imprisonment and forced labor. Vad fan. Väl igen. Var det typ såna... Nej, det var 1800-talet, så det var inte en offentlig whipping, va? Det var säkert en... Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm guessing it probably was a var det så? public whipping. Men för vi har ju haft det här bödelavsnittet och då oh, yeah. var det väl att de tog bort... Jag kommer inte ihåg när det var för att uh, vi ska lära varandra historia men när vi har läst det så glömmer vi bort det. Men, <laughs> But uh, the bödel, that was later. Ja, that's... men själva offentliga avrättningar var väl typ... De tog ju bort det de sista... Ah, skitsamma. Det kanske var offentligt. But this is, 17, this is 18th century. The Bertel stuff was, 19, was mostly 19th century. Sant, sant, sant. Uh, and even into the 20th century. That's true. Sweden. Ja. Ja, jag glömmer alltid att det, du läser 18th century, då tänker jag 1800-tal. Ah, yeah, yeah. Men du menar That's, 1700-tal. Yeah. You gotta Just think it. of Jesus. I'm right, thinking <laughs> of Jesus. Every day. <laughs> From uh, 1724 onward, unmarried women in Stockholm with no certification asserting that they were supported by legal profession, a personal fortune, or by a sponsor guaranteeing their economic support, they could be arrested for vagrancy. 
and uh-huh. placed at the Longhorns' spin hoose to prevent them from supporting themselves indecently, <laughs> which was frequently used against prostitutes. Okay, för då är man nu säger att det är yes. Du du försöker det själv. But indecently. Yeah, and they're saying like, uh, yeah, you gotta have proof that you're able to make this money because we're making it hard for you anyway. Ugh. Yeah. What else? So they were forced to prove that they earn money on it. Like there, there doesn't. You have to show that you're supported by some type of legal profession, some type of husband or something. Like, Aha. how are you making money? This was their way to. Ah, överlag, liksom. Om en kvinna bara, vad fick du den där? Vad fick du den där slanten ifrån? Yeah, exactly. Hon bara, min min man. Var är han? Yeah. Han är hemma. Det tror jag inte på. Now come suck this dick. Han ska ju gå bredvid dig hela tiden. Exactly. Exactly. High class courtesans who did not prostitute themselves at a brothel but met their clients at a theater or opera mm-hmm. and received them in their own home or at the person at the John's home were protected from the police by a certificate of sponsorship by a client or having an official legal profession on paper usually as an actress or singer oh it is that for we all ansedda som slampor i skådesvärlden. Jag visste att det var. Jag visste att det kom någonstans ifrån. Jag är skådespelare. Ah, uh. slut. Mm. It never, it never went away. Ah, okay. Du är skådespelare. Yeah. Ah, ja, okay. Uh, wipe your mouth off. Uh, now we're on to the 19th century. In 1812, uh. a law was introduced which allowed compulsory medical examinations and treatment of anyone suspected of carrying a sexual disease. A law that was in practice mostly forced upon women in the capital suspected by the police of being prostitutes, which led to protests and harassment. Är det någon som kollar männen vid den här tiden? Uh, the men kollar. <laughs> ja. Men Who's gonna do the watching if we're watching the men? Så nu börjar de hitta bevis ifall kvinnan har en könssjukdom. Yeah. Men det kan hon ju lika gärna få. Hon kan ju vara sjukt trogen och fått den av sin man. Ja. Yeah, För där true. är det ingen som kollar var han springer och stoppar in kuken. Uh, jag menar, menar, det är liksom, men det är, jag är inte förvånad att det är så, men, men det är så typiskt. Yeah. Uh, in common with many other European countries, this is 1812, uh. Sweden delegated, get delegated prostitution control to local authorities from 1833 onwards. Okej, okay. och local authorities är alltså lokala polisen, eller? Yeah. Uh. So between 1838 In 1841, an attempt was made by the local authorities in the capital of Stockholm to establish state control over prostitution. Hmm. Uh, and I'm just playing. It was <laughs> <laughs> and thereby sexual diseases through an experiment with private licensed brothels. Okay. Är det sant? Yeah. Från vilken 1833 sa du det? So from 1838 to ah. 1841, the government ah. controlled... Tre år ungefär. Yeah, it's three years. They were like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna do this, man. We can do this. We can be your pimp. Imagine imagine the commercials too. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh no, no! Back then they don't even have radio commercials. It's like somebody on the street, whores, get your whores. System system bordellen. It's stank for some dog guy. I'm trying to get some pussy, right? I forgot. It's a red day. Now I'm around here with a dry dick. Kommer folk från USA nu vet så Du måste köpa, du måste köpa horan idag. Du kan inte stänga imorgon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, don't forget. Valborg. From 1847, most prostitution was illegal, but tolerated. Oh, and and, and regulated, loaded, <laughs> including medical examinations and secure hospitals for venereal diseases. Okay, men det är bra. Yeah, yeah. Brothels were also illegal, but persisted under police surveillance. Time out. What? It's like uh, we say. Marijuana is decriminalized in a lot of the U.S. If we look at it like decriminalized, yeah. this yeah. is what this is the same. Like if I get caught with marijuana in Miami, yeah, uh, or a lot of states, most states in America, you're not going to get in trouble. No, 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 because it's decriminalized, but uh. it is illegal to yeah. sell it. Just that. Och det är ju this is om faktiskt no, med this is prostitution uh, här nu. Well, in 1847, they're illegal. Mm-hmm. Marijuana is illegal in a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, but it persisted under police surveillance. So it's like, it's going on. We uh, know it's going on. Uh, We're making sure people get in their disease checks and all that. Yeah. Uh, 
we do know it's illegal, but we're going to turn a blind eye. It's kind of like that. Jag tycker det låter lite extra illa för att det är police surveillance. Yeah. Att de tittar på. It's like, man, you you you, you gonna stay in here? <laughs> you sure gonna, I mean, officer, please put your dick away. I'm just uh, <laughs> be a professional. Fröken, fröken, har du en kund där? Ja, men släpp in mig då. Jag ska titta. Make sure you're doing it right. Annars går det inte. What if he's in the corner giving tips? Hey, man, you're gonna have to balk i från. Okej att du betalar, men please the woman. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all the dick you got. <laughs> I mean, you really had big dick energy when you walked in there. <laughs> Fooled me, huh? Right, Ethel? Ethel. Ethel. Visst var det där. Det där var inte. Dagens sämsta, va? 20th century. Uh. After 1918, control of prostitution was a national responsibility. Under two laws, uh, uh, the laws called the Lex Veneris and the Vagrancy Law, Dealing with disease and unemployment, respectively, since money earned through prostitution was considered illegal. Mm-hmm. The 1940s saw continued pressure for abolition of the increasingly obsolete vagrancy law. Oh, okay. What do they say? They were picking on people uh, who don't have work. Yes, that. Uh, which now was being enforced in a more restrained manner. The 1960s brought the widespread questioning of sexual mores to Sweden. And for the first time, the notion of prostitution as normative together with proposals for reestablishing state brothels. So they're trying to go the uh, like Hamburg route. Okay. Yeah, in the 1960s. Delegates, uh, debates in the Riksdag in 1950 saw women state that the primary cause of prostitution was male demand. Imagine that. <laughs> Echoing discourse outside the government in the 1880s and 1920s. By 1958, women parliamentari- parliamentarians were stating that prostitution was the most important social problem of all time. Uh, demanding a further commission. Of course, they're going to get a commission. Uh, by now, <laughs> there was yet another reconceptualization of prostitution from psychopathy to sociopathy. Uh, that you're not uh, crazy, but it's like a, it's, it's because of the social norms that it's uh, that it's something that people want. Okay, uh. so they're changing. It's like it's not. Don't look at it like they're criminals. It's that uh, society is all. It's it's the way it is. It's the buyer's market. <laughs> it's a free market. Yeah, <laughs> and I believe in that. <laughs> uh, so then the re- legislation came out replacing the vagrancy law with the antisocial behavior law in 1964. So then regulation of prostitution passed to this act, but retained the concept of normative social social citizenship based on honest labor. In practice, the law was used less and less and successfully challenged in 1967 and was replaced in 1969 by the Social Services Act of 1980. This is weird. To the pro- Prohibition of Purchase of Sexual Services Act of 1999. It feels like it's illegal all the time on different ways. Exactly. Uh. Yeah. Um, so that's it. <laughs> That is uh, the history, and ever since then, it's basically been uh, illegal to buy, but not illegal mm. to sell. Ah, all right. Ah, uh, the so that's uh, this episode of. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Write so. us your thoughts. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, vote for me if you want. Uh, no. <laughs> so I find it very interesting that um, I think it's the right way. To penalize, if anything, you penalize. There's some places in the U.S. I don't know if they still do it, but in my lifetime, I remember there being a time when if you were caught being a John, which is what we call people who purchase yeah. a, a, a human being, stack a shell, stack a shell, John, <laughs> myself included. Varför är det så? Vet du varför varför man kallar dem för John? Oh, probably because it's a common name. Aha, okay. So we both the parliament. We'll do. Can you buy like man? <laughs> but they will put Johns that were caught their pictures on billboards. Nay. <laughs> yes. I, I stan, liksom. Yeah, it's just like, oh, this guy was a, is a creep. Like that. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's Florida. There must be a law against that. Yeah. Or now it's like GDPR. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think it's still like that. But, nej, uh, nej. Yeah. Wow. All right. Okay, nej, men jag tycker väl också, det är ju det är jätte... På, på samma sätt som jag tycker det är dumt att straffa en missbrukare. Alltså, det är ju tvärtom. Mm, yeah. Att så här... 
du borde inte kunna, där tycker jag det ska vara kriminaliserat åt det hållet att den som har problem borde inte riskera massa fängelse och böter yeah. om de har ett missbruksproblem och, och det har du per definition om du köper en olaglig substans i Sverige. Alltså du kan inte, yeah. bruka, du kan inte bruka marijuana i Sverige. Klassificeringen är att du missbrukar på en gång för att det är olagligt. Mm. Så om du då missbrukar borde du inte straffas för det. Strong. Men däremot kan du straffa säljaren om du vill få stopp för försäljningen. Men i det här fallet så tycker jag självklart att det ska vara tvärtom. Eh, om du känner att du inte har något val som kvinna och säljer din kropp, vilket är fruktansvärt att du känner att du inte har något val, då borde inte du straffas för det, men däremot så kan man sätta dit köparen. Så jag är, mm. jag är team jag är team hora, wow, provokativt <laughs> provokativt tanke. Och jag är, jag är team missbrukaren. Mm. And I'm with you man. You, per- you convinced me on both. Vad skönt. All right, speaking of whores. Uh, yeah. no, <laughs> so now we're going to go through not whores but madam. Yes. Better title. Yeah, man. We're going through the the women who uh, changed the game. Mhm. Let me show you a picture. Shoka Sara. Oh yeah, that's grandma. Okay, tell us on Shoka Sara. Shoka Sara. Wow. It's the first one. They have a fat shaming. Yeah, she was uh, actually mentioned in uh, the Middle Ages uh, portion. Oh, uh, uh, that I was Trots att det inte fanns några Fat people. Hon blev om... <laughs> men hon blev omskriven, men inte hennes profession. <laughs> exactly. Och så var det tjocka Sara. Ja, ja vi vet ju alla vad hon på med. Så, fortsätt. All right. Uh, Sara Simons dotter. Ja. Yeah. Called tjocka Sara. Fat Sarah. Ja. Yeah. Um, and she was uh, at her peak in 1619. We don't have much information about her. Okay. Uh, she was a Swedish brothel owner and procurer in 17th century Stockholm. Uh. Her brothel had clientele among the royal court and became the center of a scandal when it was revealed in 1618. Yeah, everybody. Like, every, she was the one. She was like, Sara got you. Mm. Fat Sarah got your back. Uh, <laughs> she will get you off. On the 4th of November 1618, a married woman, Margareta Hendriksdotter, uh-huh. uh, was arrested in Stockholm for prostitution. Okay. Among her, because remember, at some points, it was illegal. Yeah. Among her clients were people in high positions such as Adam Richard de la Chapelle, Oof. a captain on the Royal Guard with the coolest name ever. Is he avlägsen släkting to Dave Chappelle, tror De la Chapelle. I'm coming, bitch! That's my dick. Uh... <laughs> Her, he's a captain in the Royal Guard. Her arrest led to the discovery of a brothel at the ill-reputed street Shinstugatan, uh. as well as the arrest of Simon's daughter and her employees. Uh-huh. She, yeah. Sara också, so. Yeah. Okay. The brothel, which was... Uh, Which also functioned as a place to sell stolen goods, of course. Ah, självklart. <laughs> you gotta mix it up. Visst, skumraska affärer. Ska vi bunta ihop? Det är bra. It was managed by Sara, mm-hmm. uh, while the town executioner, Ma- M- Master Håkan, acted as a pimp. Ma- so she was like... An execu- en bödel? I guess it says the town executioner. Oh. So I guess... Oh. <laughs> and he's like, her, you know, executioners, they didn't have much work, as we talked about. Exactly, but extra knäck. <laughs> Så klart att måste sälja lite skit. She's like, nobody respect me if I'm going around saying, you know, where's my bitches at? Uh. You know, so you, you know, acting pimp uh. for me. Det är smart. Vem, yes. tjaf- vem tjafsar med en bödel? Yeah, exactly. Det är jättebra. Han kan ju döda dig ändå. Liksom. Yeah, man. Uh, her prostitutes worked at the brothel, but also visited clients in their homes and at other locations. Mm-hmm. Um, she is credited with the invention of Fudora. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Men det är intressant, för hur... Hur gjorde de då? Alltså, det är inte som en call girl för det är så enkelt. Du ringer. Right. Men om du, om du ändå har tagit dig dit. Send a raven to the hall. Ja, men eller hur? Du, alltså, kommer de dit bara, knackar på sig bara, jag vill ha sex. Ja, hem hos mig. Alltså, du är där. Du, du är där, liksom. Hur kom det? You send a raven, man. Ja, eller hur? Det måste ju vara så. Oh, this one is from this one is from the John. Is this from De La Chapelle family? John De La Chapelle vill att du kommer ikväll i aftonklädsel. It's always a poem. <laughs> right, um, among uh, other among her employees were several women who were not career prostitutes, but rather married women who earned money without the knowledge of their spouses. Ah. So this is a little side gig, uh, man. Cred. Yeah. Man vill också köpa något fint. 
Exactly. <laughs> the mistress of John, Duke of Esterjutland, was also seen there, though it was unknown in what capacity. Oh, we know what <laughs> capacity. Come on now. <laughs> the clients were often deprived of their clothing. See, this lady's so smart. What? They're deprived of their clothing to prevent them from leaving before payment. Oh, so, oh, so man is like, en hora tack. Yeah. Och då bara, okej, okay, ge mig kläderna. Yep. Och sen när man är klar, bara, det var jätteskönt. Like, <laughs> ge mig pengarna, nu får du tillbaka kläderna. Right. Smart. Det är så pant. Because last time we tried to pay with fire. And you know. <laughs> <laughs> och vi, vi kör inte den skiten längre. Men det är bra, det är som en pant. Man är så deposit, man bara här. Så, och sen får jag tillbaka. <laughs> pant. Var var jag? With the clothes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, among the clients of her brother were the Dutch ambassador and a courtier. Uh-huh. While in prison, uh, several of the women escaped a prison break <laughs> with a group of male prisoners assisted by three soldiers. You know how they got on the yes. side. Who helped them dig a tunnel under the wall. Hey. Yeah, man. Oof. Several of the former prostitutes seemed to have been banished from, a, from town. A sentence carried out by Master Håkan. Hycklare. And he does not seem to have been punished for his part in the affair. Nej, det är klart. Inte på den tiden. Jävla Master Håkan alltså. The client uh, were all fined, everyone that was involved, uh, that were bought, uh, uh, with, uh. A, with a higher fine for the married clients than for the unmarried. Uh. So it's like, shame on you. You cheated on your wife. You Men bought- vad va, va svenska kyrkan inkopplat här också? För de sa att det var olagligt. En oh, part, no, part of the uh, in the Middle Ages. Ja, oh, nej, det var innan. Ja, okej, bra. Ja, this is uh, during that time too. So that, that was uh, uh. they carried out some of the. För då borde det vara uh, högre straff för de som var gifta. Ja, right, right. uh, just det, just det. För då, ja, uh, just det. Mm. Uh, Sara Simons dotter herself was sentenced to time in the pillory and to be flogged. Nej. Yeah, so she had the she had the Chocka Sara. Yeah. Ja, uh, kom uh, fick hon var inte nej, nu kommer det chocka sig. Skämt. <laughs> hey, don't do that. Just 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 let it go. Okay, man. okay. This okay. is teach me Sweden. Okay, okay. Let it fly. Okay, okay. Eh, jag låter det vara. No. Nej, okay. You got to tell the joke, man. Jag tänkte få en plats i den för att hon kanske hade <laughs> They had to loop it up first. It says here they use butter or mm-hmm. other. Uh, no, men okej att det bara är nackohandleder. Men om man heter Chocka Sara på den tiden. Då måste det ha varit otroligt tjockt. Tänker jag. They said it was also a weight loss program. Her sentence was carried out May 19th, 1619. Hur länge varade det? Hur länge höll det på? Oh, it doesn't say how long. Uh, I, think it, en, I think it can be too long in a pillory. En dag. En dag. Probably. Men flag är väl typ flodd. Alltså att man, alltså att du, flag är väl typ att du piskar right. någon blodig. Yeah. Ja. Okay, that had to be, yeah. Det hoppas jag inte höll på mer än en dag. <laughs> yeah. Det låter jobbigt. Also, yeah, man. I, I think about that guy who got caught in, um, that American kid. Uh-huh. Who got caught um, vandalizing. Um, his room in in Singapore, and uh, then he got caned. New news. This was when I was like, a, it had to be like the nineties. Ah, uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. It was a huge story, and like Bill Clinton tried to get him, and Singapore was like, no, he's gonna get his fucking punishment. Caned, also, that must slow him in shep tip, like a bamboo stick, uh-huh. almost a really big. But then they have some like martial artists do this. They did a demonstration. It was like huge news. Man. A martial artist. Uh, some dude who knows how to. He does like a whole spin before he hits you in the ass with Varför it. Varför <laughs> For, for <laughs> the effect. <laughs> for views. <laughs> they went viral. No. <laughs> oh, tvicken tönt. And he, uh, but they did decrease it from six to four. I went and read. I did like a deep dive on this thing. Because I was like, what uh-huh. happened to that dude? I think he uh, he went back to jail later too. This dude was all fucked up. Ja, men de är lite tokiga med straff i Singapore. Det är de. De tar i. Det är, det är hårda stuff. Well, I mean, I'd rather get that than sit in jail for it. Th- but I got spanked as a kid, so I'd be like, bring it on. <laughs> Ain't get... no martial arts scaring me. <laughs> Have you met Sarah Rollins? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry to, to sidetrack. I didn't but she was she got deported mm-hmm. to her home parish, Kittimo, in Finland. I saw her more Finska, Chocka Sara. Yeah, man. Chocka Sara. <laughs> And she was uh, she she was threatened that she would be executed if she ever returned. Fat one, fat one, prostituted, eller? 
Because she ran the fucking the thing. She yeah, but it went to that. Like, but she's been flogged and and she's been uh, you know, all that stuff is like you come to our country, you need to follow the rules. If you come back, you're done. Yeah, when she could come back to Sweden, eller vadå? If you come back to Sweden. Ah, ja, 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 ja. I thought she was ready to go back to Finland. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay, bra. Mm. Sweden was like, get the fuck out. Okay, hon bara, okie dokie. Jag tar åka hem till Finland. Nu har jag suttit i skamstocken och mäster Håkan pratar inte med mig längre. Jag tar mig hem då. All right. När går Cinderella? Nej. <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay, Åland? Kan jag gå till Åland? Finns det karaoke på båten? <laughs> It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. All right, here we go. Platzgun. <clears throat> the next one. Platzgun. 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 Okay. Lovisa von Platz. Okay. Uh, this is in the seventeen, the mid seventeen hundreds. Och oddly. Was was that me? Von. She's noble. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was. If, yeah. if it's a von, yes, yeah, yeah, gotta be. Okay. Uh, she's also known under the names Platzkam, the Platt woman, yeah. and Moster von Platten, which is just Muster, cool. Moster and and von Platten and von Platten. She was a Swedish brothel owner and procurer, active in Stockholm for about forty years. Oi, until her death. Wow. She belonged to the elite of her trade and became <laughs> known a known figure of her time, mentioned in memoirs, diaries, and literature. Oh. Nobody madams as the Platzkin. <laughs> Nobody fucking with the Platzkin. Okay. Court case of 1747 is what we're talking about now. She was uh, pointed out as a procurer by the 17-year-old Bowman, the daughter of a wealthy craftsman who had run away from home and had been reported for prostitution. This little snitch is somebody I don't like, man. You over here, you whoring, keep it to yourself, all right? Don't be putting the, the pimp out there. Men hon var 17. Yeah. It's a child. Hey, you, you stepped into the adult world, all right? <laughs> <laughs> It's well documented on this podcast how I feel about the younger people in this world. Okay. <laughs> Jonathan, what was your first job? Uh, my first job, I worked at my grandmother's corner store. Okay. And I was working from five years old. Okay. <laughs> I was oh, okay. underage selling okay, alcohol yeah. to people. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I got paid. I okay. was there for like 13 hours and I got $10, all right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Me poäng är... I'm the wrong one to Me poäng är att mitt första jobb sög jag på för att jag förstod inte vad det innebar att ha ett jobb ens. Yeah, en, om en 17-årig säljer sin kropp yeah, och mår yeah, lite yeah. dåligt sen. Yeah, det kan true. vi väl köpa. Okay. <laughs> well, of course, the court case was uh, to attract great attention. And it lasted for months. And Oi. involved numerous people. Because mm-hmm. she has the whole thing. Bowman, snitch ass, <laughs> so we'll call her from now on, claimed that Von Platt had rented out her sexual service to various men from the upper classes and nobility whom she met at Von Platt's home. Or huh. at various places Von Platt had escorted her to. Von Platt was probably looking at her in court like, damn, uh, you gonna tell her? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I trusted you. Hon lär ha fått pengar av någon för att snitcha så mycket. 
I don't know, man. Or maybe she was scared. Like she was seventeen. No. Second. Von Platt was portrayed as a well-known elite procurer who <laughs> provided prostitutes for upper-class clients in Stockholm. Yeah. When summoned, Von Platt claimed to be a seamstress. <laughs> yes. I was just sewing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> she stated that she had tried to provide Bowman with work as a seamstress or a domestic, and that men frequenting her home were merely her clients in her capacity <laughs> as a seamstress. Rette gången var bara. Stick and hot. Hon bara, fan också. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> she starts sucking on the hat. Yeah. <laughs> Take the hat from between your legs. Madame von Platt. That is not how you knit a hat. <laughs> so several other witnesses gave damaging testimonies against von Platt. When she was summoned before the court next time, uh, Von Platt refused to attend court and left the city. She had taken refuge in an unidentified vicarage uh, in the countryside. A governor testified to her good character. Mm-hmm. And Baron Von Kirk claimed that she and the prostitutes of her stable were all seamstresses and laundresses in his employ. During this epoch, unmarried women who could not prove that she had a legal profession, a fortune, or protector who could not vouch for her risk being placed at the long home in Spinhus. And elite prostitutes with contacts were normally protected against this by a wealthy client who provided them with such an assurance. Vad betyder det? Alltså att om det om det var en rik människa så kunde de vara så här gå inte in i det här horuset, det är okej här. Eller var det alltså att de skyddade dem bordellen eller? If you couldn't if you're unmarried and you couldn't prove uh, that you have a legal profession. Ah ja ja just det. Det var den där. Or like something somebody vouched for you then you could end up going to a long home and spin who. Ah okay okay. Ja ja just det var den grejen ja just det. Yeah and but the elite ones they were protected like and von Platt she had the connections like yeah. so her her whores were protected just it just it on october 2nd the case was dismissed on a legal technicality over vad det för legal technicality <laughs> because neither bowman or von Platt was residing in the city district in which the court case was conducted and thus were out of his jurisdiction vad bodde de då Alltså, var de, inte skri- de var bara inte skrivna där. But she had left. She refused to come back to town. Ah, okay. like, well, she doesn't live here, so... Men b- den där boman då? Vart var hon? I don't know where she went. She, uh, I'm sure... I'm f- yeah. She was killed instantly. <laughs> Snitches get stitches, man. <laughs> uh, the case was thus discontinued without having led to any verdict. Okay. And there are no documentation that either Bowman or Von Platt were ever punished by a legal court for these offenses. Ha! Huh. It was some fun. And uh, Von Platt went free, despite evidence being presented that she owned a brothel, uh-huh. and is seen as likely that she was protected by influential clients. Mm. What a surprise! Ah, eller hur? Men vad hände med henne då? Hon bara hon bara drog och sen hörde man inte av henne mer. Well, she was evidently protected against pros- prosecution by her connections amongst the upper class clientele to whom she catered. In 1757, she married Carl Otto Kretzmer. Um, and he's a sergeant in the in the Royal Leaves Guarded. I guess that's something in the military. Mm-hmm. And then from the 1760s, she owned and operated the brothel Platzkans Jungfru Bur, which was situated in the Saint Olaf Röda Tomt. So she didn't even learn her lesson. Nej, nej, nej. Fortien bara. Var hon gift också med, med Kungliga Livgardet? Det är yeah. de som vaktar slottet, tror jag. Oh, jag okay. tänker mig. Uh. Uh, and uh, it was the most famous Stockholm brothel during the reign of Gustav III. Oh, Gustav den tredje. Alongside her main rival, the Alströms Jungfrubud of the former sea captain Magnus Alström. Mm-hmm. Official documents, her brothel business is not very visible, of course. Mm-hmm. In the census of 1760, the house in which her brothel was situated stated to be owned by the married military wife, Lovisa Kritzmer. The owner was, was named as the widow, Helena Lovisa Kritzmer, age 49 and in 18, in 1780 by Lena Lisa Krusmer, 52, mm-hmm. which is obviously the same person. Same person, ah. <laughs> as Von Platt, with different spellings of her name, who obviously gave false information about her age. Yes. She uh, categorized her brothel as a tavern, mm-hmm. and uh, she doesn't appear to have had many prostitutes actually living in the brothel, but rather have the names of prostitutes whom she arranged to meet clients in her house or other places. Uh. 1770, the people listed to live with her was her two daughters, a pauper of ill health, the daughter of a pottery maker named Maya Lena Dalberry, a soldier and two widows. And in 1780, the household consisted of herself and two daughters, as well as two other women. Huh. Uh, they don't know when she died, but 
Bellman. We know Bellman. Ah, var han en kund? He stated in his death poem over her that she died in October 1785. Okay. It's noted, however, that her name is still placed as number one in Peter Vestman's famous list of all procurers in Stockholm from 1786. Huh. She's referred to in many diaries, memoirs, letters, and chronicles of the time, and she was the subject of many so-called whore poems from the 18th century Stockholm. <laughs> the fact that they call them whore poems. Is it what they limerick now? Her brothel is portrayed in the famed erotic memoirs of Gustav Hallenstierna, who named himself Nils von Rosenstein, and oh. Carl Friedrich Friedenheim mm-hmm. as her clients. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, the poet Johann Henrik Schellgren named, uh, claimed in a libelous 1778 poem that Sweden's bard Carl Mik- Michael Bellman, you know him, mm-hmm. had learned to make love in the plot woman's maiden cage. Oh, what roligt! Gud, what cool! Bellman lärde sig knulla hos von Platt. Yes. She's portrayed wow. several times in Bellman's songs. Uh, as were many other members of the contemporary criminal world of Stockholm. Uh, After her death, Bellman wrote a poem about her death, Platskans Överfart, Postix. <laughs> and man blir matte, man blir matte, man blir matte hos von Platt. <laughs> Orkar ringenting när man har varit hos fröken von Platt. And she's also mentioned in Fredman's Testament, number 149. Okay. A silhouette image of von Platt is preserved in the Kungliga Biblioteket. Fatta vilken, vilken konstig värld vi lever i där hon, alltså på ett skruvat sätt förtjänar det. Men alltså att man blir ihågkommen för någonting, hemskt att det ska vara för att sälja sex eller att övervaka och sälja andra också. Yeah. Men det är så lustigt att hon blev en sån legend. Yeah. Tack vare den jävla suputen Bellman som var, yeah. som lärde sig. Ja. You learn how to throw that dick. <laughs> Thanks to Von Platt Som man sa på den tiden Jag lärde mig att slänga kuken hos Von Platt <laughs> Okay, then we have Anna Karlström uh-huh. Born in 1780 uh, In Ångermanland yeah. She died in 1850 That's it And then, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anna was one of six children. Uh-huh. She described her life in her memoirs, published in 1841, which may not give an altogether truthful picture. <laughs> Among other things, she claimed to have been the mother of 22 children. Nej. No condoms here. Vad måste fan, ska få en barn varje gång hon I'll get into that. Okay. She was one of six children, uh... And uh, she was allowed schooling until the age of 14, which made her smart. Uh-huh. And then she made uh, she was an apprentice farmer, learned how to manage a farm, trying to become a farmer's wife. Okay. Uh, she didn't care for that. Uh, <laughs> and then she left home and went to the capital of Stockholm at the age of 17 in 1797. Mm. And you know, if you move to Stockholm, you become a whore. That's just the way it goes. Men som kvinnor. Spelar ingen roll. Stockholm, så... According to her own memoirs, she be- she worked as a main- maid servant, as a weaver, and as a children's nurse. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was employed uh, as a servant in the family uh, named Williamson, which was moving to London in Great Britain. And she stayed with them for half a year before returning to Sweden. Uh-huh. Uh, and when she came back, she was, for some reason, wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> she married... So a baby nurse, nestlas in i familjen. Yeah. Slängde ut frun, mm, gifte maybe. sig, döda mannen <laughs> like och barnet. <laughs> <laughs> Comes back with money. Exakt, så skulle, jag, så skulle jag ha gjort. Så hon hade en tailor named Helbom och hon sattade down in, in Stockholm. Uh. After six years of marriage and six children, she was left a destitute widow with two children. 1807, so that's two. Mm-hmm. Så fyra barn har dött av de sex. <laughs> för hon har två kvar. Yeah. Yeah. Hon var ingen bra mamma. Ba- <laughs> It's really hard to, to bathe a child. It's quantity, <laughs> not quality. Exactly. I'll get a bunch. <laughs> Or the opposite, quality, not quantity. Um, She started a business as an innkeeper, uh-huh. a common profession for a widow. Uh, and married a shoemaker named Johan Löfstedt. Okay. And she uh, she was desperately unhappy. Uh, för hon skaffade sex barn till, eller? Eight. <laughs> Alltså du vet, tänk dig typ 
Jag har inte barn uh. Men jag känner folk som har skaffat barn uh. Tänk dig som kvinna Att du har fött tre barn uh. Och det är inte ens Hälften av hennes första äktenskap <laughs> Och när vi hör någon Skaffa fyra barn här, nu Då är vi så här, nu sjuk i huvudet mm. Vad ska du med fyra barn till? Well uh, okay. She had eight children I andra omgången All of whom died but one Ja, du ser Hon är in <sighs> Nej, she... släng inte ner barnet från fönstret Va? Ja, oh, för sent So then the husband she was desperately unhappy with Died uh, around 1818 Hmm No, well, he died <laughs> And then uh, she married uh, in 1818 For the third time to Anders Johan Lindholm oh. A lower rank officer of the Navy And she lived uh, with him for 16 years Oh, oh. Oh, hur många barn? <laughs> Eight. <laughs> All of whom died. Ja, men, alltså, seriöst! Alltså, jag förstår att det är vanligt att barn dör. Det är jättevanligt på den tiden. But that's you got a high percentage. Ja. Och borde inte den där sista killen ha börjat höra saker om det här? Bara, ska du gifta med henne? Ja, du vet att alla hennes barn dör. Hon, hon misstar dem för bröd och stoppar in dem i ugnen. Hon tvättar kläder med vissa barn. Hon tror att barnen är skor. Alltså, jag menar, vad fan? It's like she's running out of ways to kill these kids. Oh, man. Jesus. She described her third spouse, uh-huh. uh, Lundholm, uh, as the love of her life. Okay. And his death gave her a depression which forced her to sell her in. Ah. Uh. Finally, she married in 1834 to Anders, another Anders, Carl Sturm. Fjärde gången. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and he, uh, he spent most of his time at sea, and she was, suppo- she was forced to support herself. Cool. Inga barn? Uh, I don't know what's up with the kids. They didn't mention the kids. Finally fucking learned your lesson, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> well, he was away. Uh, I used to. He was away. Okay. And uh, she managed to start again as an innkeeper, mm-hmm. and she had some success. But by 1838, she was in debt. Uh, because she was unable to pay what it cost to establish an inn. Yeah. And then in 1838, uh, Stockholm authorities, alarmed with the problem of controlling the spread of sexually transmitted diseases, yeah. decided to try a new policy against prostitution, Just to- inspired by contemporary French ideas. And instead of illegal brothels, which worked in secret and were hard to find control by the authorities, two brothels were given official support. Okay. The purpose of this was to make it easier for authorities to control the spread of STDs. Therefore, the first two official brothel licenses ever were issued by the city's authorities. One to Anna Karlström, mm-hmm. and it was and it was one called London. What? Hette den andra London? This one was called her brothel was called. Oh, the hette London. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, okay, so wait. I'm going to. This is just. Okay. She has got six plus eight. Det är 14 plus 6 till Det är 20 stycken minst 20 barn har hon fött yes. Och sen blev hon prostituerad yes. Okej okay. yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. According to her memo A lot is from her memoirs Ja, ja, ja So she could be uh, I, I, I maybe, she, maybe she thought every period was a A, a child was a miscarriage <laughs> or, or a child Titta, jag får ett barn men hon var, hon var lärd, hon gick i skolan så att, Fast de kanske inte lärde, jag tror inte de lärde sig om mens mm. I skolan på den <laughs> yeah. tiden uh, uh, But she didn't know about mens No <laughs> <laughs> uh, So the brothels were named after cities That were at the time talked about as the centers of prostitution And sexually transmitted diseases mm-hmm. So hers was called London Okay. Uh, she described her attitude uh, When agreeing to the task Times are hard and one must adjust oneself accordingly If I turn down this opportunity, I will have no way of supporting my creditors, mm-hmm. which is my highest wish. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about your kids? Låga. Låga mål, alltså. I gotta pay my debt. Uh. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> what, about your, <laughs> what about your kids? Huh? <laughs> I got debt. Did I mention debt? <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, where I took a... Continue this business. I'll pay my debts and still have good income during my old age. Yeah. And remember, my friend, nowadays, the words are... Profit and money. Man måste, man, 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 man måste ha en backup-plan och hon är ändå företagsam. Det får jag gärna. Her bra, brother, oh, I'm sorry. Nej, det är bra. Det är bra. Her brother was established at Skeppsbron. Mm-hmm. Her spouse had nothing to do with the business as she, since he was away at sea all the time. But he didn't like it. 
He said it was too much for your health and your, at your age to manage such a business. Mm-hmm. But she persuaded him. In her memoirs uh, published in 1841 when she was uh, still in the business, she referred to London as an inn rather than a brothel. Okay. She remarked of her business, I have the conviction that I have spared no effort to satisfy every wish for any one of those who visit my inn. <laughs> but also that numerous unpleasant incidents occurred more or less daily. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's what she was... Uh, she wasn't used to that, and she found it exhausted, uh-huh. exhausting. And she stated that she had a lifelong distaste towards criminality, which was the reason why she always had such good cooperation with the authorities hmm. and her consent, her constant willingness to assist them and provide them with useful information. And Maybe it was bro. only the evil police master, Holtberry. Holtberry. Yeah, he sounds like a bad guy. Yeah. He persisted in his attempts to libel her as a criminal despite her great will of cooperation. Huh. In August of 1839, <laughs> London was raided by the police, and Karlström was arrested and prosecuted for storing stolen goods. Ah, så hon hade också lite sånt på gång. Mm-hmm. But she was acquitted from the charges. Men hon sa ju att hon var så mot mm. kriminalitet, så yeah. kanske inte så mycket som hon hävdade. Or maybe somebody was stealing shit and she didn't know. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Sure. She got 22 kids, man. <laughs> Nej. And det, debt. She got hon hade, debt. Hon hade inte 22, hon hade typ ett. Alla andra var ju döda, fan. Hon hade väl inga barn att försörja. She's got <laughs> 22 kids and slippery hands, all right? <laughs> the Stockholm authorities. <laughs> I got 22 kids to feed. No. <laughs> We gotta go to the cemetery if y'all want to see. Uh, the Stockholm authorities, however, abandoned the police of licensed brothels in 1841, as I stated earlier, mm-hmm. after receiving great opposition from the public. And uh, and and the regarding uh, the regarding their purpose of controlling sexually transmitted diseases, uh, they failed miserably at it. It didn't it didn't curb it at all. Imagine that. Nay. It didn't curb it at all. Nay. So they uh, so they stopped the protection. And uh, there was a, a another brothel called Stadt Hamburg, Hamburg. So it was named after Hamburg, Germany. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it was closed the same year uh, by authorities. But it, it's not known when London was closed. Okay. It's assumed that she closed in late 1841 in fear of an inspection from the authorities. Well, lustigt att alla bordeller hade andra länders stadsnamn. Yeah, there, that's, that's a Swedish thing to try to. Name. This is a London. Eh, Okej. Okay. Det är Hamburg. You know, Vad har vi för, har, vi, har vi någonting sånt nu där det ska, vara, det ska låta lite internationellt och så, så blir det. Bio Rio. <laughs> <laughs> ja. When I think of movies, I think of Rio de Janeiro. No. Oh yes. Det är därför det är därför jag heter Bio Rio. <laughs> All right, we got one more. Okay. You might have heard this lady, Doris Hope. Doris Hope. You ever heard her? Nej. Okay. Uh, Doris Hope was a Swedish brothel madam who organized a network of call girls in Stockholm, Sweden in the early 1970s. Okay, nu var det telefon här och grejer. Yeah, she was arrested on pimping charges in 1976. Okay. A police investigation soon revealed that many of Hope's customers were well-known politicians and other dignitaries. <gasps> Vilka politiker var det? In November 1977, the newspaper Dagens Nyheter published allegations citing Justice Minister Lennart Geyer as one of Doris Hope's customers. Okay. The newspaper claimed as a source a classified report in which the chief of police, Carl Persson, had informed Prime Minister Olaf Palme of the involvement of politicians in the prostitution scandal. Okay. At the time the scandal broke, it was legal to pay for sexual services, but the fact that politicians socialized the prostitutes was viewed as a security risk as staff from foreign embassies were also reported to frequent the brothel. But då? Var det lagligt att köpa 76? That's what it says. Huh. But remember when we were going through it, we were talking about yeah. uh, uh, how that, that was the time in the between the 50s and the... Just there. Yeah. And okay. The, and uh. the, the, the Social Services Act was 1980. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And that's uh. when... Uh, and then the purchase of services or whatever it's called. Oh. Prime Minister Palm strongly denied the allegations, accusing the paper of uh, aggravated libel. The newspaper was forced into a retreat, and two days later, the publication after the publication, Leonard Geyer received an official apology. Okay, men vi tror att han gjorde något, va? Years later, it emerged that a few minor details aside, the newspaper's assertions had in fact been largely correct. Ah, uh, just step. 
Over the years, there's been much speculation regarding the identities of those who made use of the brothel services. Former Prime Minister Thorbjörn Felden and former Center Party leaders Olaf Johansson have both publicly denied frequenting Doris Hopp's uh, brothel. Ah, säkert, det är klart att Feldin och... Det är klart de var där. The cool thing is that this was uh, 70, so I, was, I actually looked at the legal documents uh. involved in this. It was cool to see, like, cool. It was interesting to, uh. to look at the, that it was, uh, man, it was like, and I'd never seen a legal, uh, like, a trial document. Yeah. But I saw that Doris was convicted of procurement, and she was sentenced to two years in prison. They nah. tried to get her five, uh. but she got two years in prison and a fine of 200,000 crowns. Men vadå? De, de gick fria, men hon fick två års fängelse. You mean the guys who bought? Ja, men Feldin och alla de här. Alltså de storpamparna, politikerna åkte inte. Yeah, nobody got, no. But she was, since she had it. But it was determined that she had at least 28 girls on her roster. Uh-huh. As discovered in her notebook that had each girl's name as well as details about their specialties. I know. So maybe maybe that's why you got caught. You got details. You're like, oh, handjob specialist. We got Marlin. Uh... Jesus. She made claims that she hadn't made more than 250,000 crowns. I'm assuming that that was like a key number, the 250,000 to get a certain penalty. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Uh, That's what that. I'm assuming mm-hmm. as when I looked through it. Um, And the courts didn't buy it. They were like, you were in business for, for five years. There's no way you only made 250,000 crowns. Yeah, but I was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Olaf. <laughs> She was also charged with creating space for indecency, which is interesting that that's space a crime. Space for indecency. Yeah, like, uh-huh. uh, yeah. People would bring their mistresses and side pieces to her location. They didn't they didn't say side pieces. I said side, side pieces. pieces. That's what you call like um if you got a girlfriend and you got another lady, it's a side piece. Uh also inte din flickvän utan din flickvän nummer två. Yeah, exactly. That's the side, side piece. Side piece is a slang. What is it they call it the 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 mob The Italian mob and all the... They call it the guma. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we have a guma. Yeah. Because she's an old guma. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't at all mean that it's your lover. <laughs> Just an old lady. This is my Which guma. we also call our girlfriend. Oh, that's my old lady. So yeah. it all ties together. <laughs> it all ties up. <laughs> Crazy. Um, so they, they were using her. Look, so she would like rent out a spot like, oh, you need to... You don't need to. You don't need one of these twenty-eight women, but you want to bring your lady here. We got it. You can rent this room. Ah, okay. But they use the prostitution. They be no. Nah. And, and that's why she got charged with creating a space for indecency. What? 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 Det var uh, ditt fel att han var otrogen. <laughs> du hyrde ut det här oanständiga, <laughs> smutsiga rummet. If he had nowhere to go, uh, he wouldn't have done it. Exakt. So she was able to make all the CD connections that she needed. And uh, yeah, that's it. that's it for Doris Hope. Shit. That's all of the madams over time. Var det den sista som vi känner till? Yeah, yeah. Besides, um, I did see that uh, there was, uh, I think, uh, what's her name? Alston, oh, I forget what her name. Oh, Anna Kostrom, she had like a competition though too. Mm-hmm. The other brothel, you know what I mean? When it was legal, yeah, but, yeah. The, the Hamburg Anna one was the Anna was the big deal. Okay, yeah. So that's why I did these women. Yeah. So shout out to these uh, madams. Ah, uh, men vad fan? Jag säger men är hatten av. Ni ska också överleva i historien. Yeah. De hade det säkert inte lätt. Yeah, of course not. Fan. No, it's not a it's not a psychopathy. It's a sociopathy. It's a sociopathy. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it for uh for for the Swedish madams, man. What uh-huh. you thanks for thanks for listening in. I hope you learned a lot that yeah, you'll carry with you. Jag kände inte att det här var det här var inget jag behövde lära mig. <laughs> Men det är väl det som är lite poängen också att det yeah. här är det här för här lär vi varandra om saker som vi kanske eller kanske inte har nytta av. Yeah, man. Men det är i alla fall svensk historia. Yeah. Ja. Thanks so much for uh checking out this episode of Teach Me Sweden. Don't forget that you can support us uh, uh, on uh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Teach Me Sweden. Uh, we appreciate any little bitch you can get. Eller sit inte där och tyck om det. Gratis. There's a lot of work behind these, Visa man. lite stöd. Kolla, yeah. vi måste ju kunna betala. Annars, vi, annars måste vi börja 
Blim Adams. <laughs> Do you want us out there? Huh? I know 28 people. Madam Rollins. <laughs> Madam Brewster. Uh, Von Rollins. Von Rollins. <laughs> Madam Von Rollins. Okay. That'll be my <laughs> that'll be my name. And I'll be Shit Creek Brewstrom. Because <laughs> my name ain't worth a penny. <laughs> I ain't making 250000 Alright, uh, it's been John the Rollins. Eric Brewstrom. And we'll holler at y'all next time. Yeah. Teach Mace Way Down. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.